For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ah, there we go. Sounding good. Got a new recording process over recorded. here, everybody. But we're here, Chris. Yes. Here we are. I've got this thing down. Dude, somebody tweeted at us uh, this last week and said, I love the sh- that the show is back. Or something. I don't know. That's not the exact way. <laughs> but they were like, "Come Release on, the man!" Show is back. And I was like, "Heart that it. tweet." You just said it. Wait, what? You just said it. No, I didn't pretend. Now like we got to start. No, pretend like I didn't say it. Wipe that from your memory. But anyway, it, it, it made my heart grow three sizes to know that the fans are out there, Chris, and that wow. they're clamoring for release the show all off Again? season. What? No, 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 I didn't. Stop no, I didn't. saying it. And we're back, baby. It's my point. And we're back <laughs> bigger than ever this year. Because, Chris, remember we said we're going to try to get more guests this year. Yeah. And so yeah. joining us for the whole show, but also in the cold open, Johnny Lazarus uh, in a, <clears throat> from the Blue Crew. From the Blue Crew. From the Blue Crew, guys. He's only episode two. We already got somebody. Where's my applause? I have an applause. Hold on. You better give him some applause. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah let's see. There he is. <laughs> Thank there you, is. Katie. Thank you, Katie. This is the show, Johnny. You're already on the show. This is pretty much it. So okay, you know. I'm wondering when to chime in or not. Yeah, I just kinda, <laughs> enjoy being an audience member. You gotta like this is the thing. You have to find your your crease. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, uh, it's an honor to be here on your guys' second show of the the season. Is that of correct? The second new show? year, baby. Yeah. Yep. Second yeah. show of the new year, and uh, you know I've always been interested to hear from longtime suffering Seattle Kraken fans. So I'm sure we have a lot uh, in common here. <laughs> Yeah. Our long, it long been rough. history. <laughs> this season's been rough so far. Can we get some goals around here? My God. <laughs> There's so much to talk about on this episode. Um, let's see. Cold open subjects, though, producer Katie. Uh, here, I have one for you guys. Here's a cold open subject that has nothing to do with hockey. Because, Johnny, we're everyone's favorite cracking podcast where we barely talk hockey. So listen up. <laughs> Uh, producer Katie tells me that they're thinking of introducing flag football into the Summer Olympics. What say you guys about the possibility of nations competing against each other in flag football <laughs> for Olympic glory? I'm going to read off Chris for this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris? I thought it was already official. Am I wrong in this? I thought it was like already happening. Not that they were thinking about it, but that it is, it is official. No, it's one doing. of the finalists. Oh. There's like one of five. They're adding a few other ones. It's it's one of five or something okay. like that that's made the final. It's the short list. You know what I mean? They're voting next week. Got it. Who okay. tries so... out for that? <laughs> like, where do they recruit from? <laughs> the quad. Yeah, like who's playing flag football with like frat kids in college? Like I don't know anyone who plays flag football. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, just go to go down to the Greek. Ro- Chris knows about that. Were you in a frat, Chris? I wasn't. 
I wasn't oh. actually. No, no. But thank you for you know, thinking that <laughs> I was. Those? They have yeah. those at Stanford, don't they? They do. They're just they're not as like popular per se. It's not oh. as like important. Like you oh. can still have a social life there without having to go into a frat. It's not quite the same. All right. But here's All the right. thing. I didn't know it wasn't official, but either way, my response to this is it's a great thing because it gives me oh. hope, as you guys already talked about, that maybe I can make it to the Olympics. <laughs> I'm going to get out there back on my flag football team that I used to play on here in L.A., and I'm going to try to make it to the Olympics. I think it's great. Oh. That's See, good I'm, I'm on the flip side, and Chris, no offense, <laughs> I've never seen you play sports, but I think, I think – It's a thing you know, to behold. Just, we're just assuming that we're all average Joes here. I think the Olympics, you know, that's what's wrong about it. The Olympics are for the best athletes in the world representing their countries. You can't have mm. someone hopping off their couch to go play flag football and, and mm. represent their country, you know? This is I a mean, fair counterpoint. Unless, unless Team USA is full of, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like if, it, like if Odell retires this year or something, like let's put him on the squad. You know, like the dream team from Team USA of guys that like just came out of the NFL a couple of seasons ago, that would be sick. This is, seems to watch. like the ultimate mashup of football and football. Yeah. Because who are they going to get in other countries too? They're going to get soccer players. So oh. it's going to be the football battles. Yeah. Oh, good. That's a good point. Yeah, good point. All right. Soccer like players aren't used to using their hands. Oh, another good point. So we. <laughs> <laughs> All right. wait, wait. Okay, somebody has to now yell the, the name of the show so we can actually talk some hockey, possibly. I mean, you've already done it three or four times. If I yell it, is it going to work? Yeah. I th well, you never – Johnny, you yell it. Yeah, release Johnny, you the it. It's, it's, it's release the Kraken, right? Release the no, pod. No, the name of our show. Release the show. Release the show. <laughs> that was a new record. We said it like four times. Young fish. What's cracking? What's cracking? We cracking. We cracking. We dipping. We diving. We sliding. We snapping. Hockey in Seattle, boy. We all about the action. Release the show. Release the show. It's release the show on the Believe Podcast Network. Welcome to the show. I'm Brett. He's Chris. Our guest yep. is Johnny. And our buddy Ryan, the third leg of our tripod, the missing link, will be joining us uh, at some point during the show. He's supposed to be calling in from the morning skate. We've got access, baby. We've got access this year, Johnny boy. Uh, announcement <laughs> on the show. I think I can say this, Katie, officially. Can I say this publicly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. released the, Can I actually say this? You say it. Okay, I'm going to say it. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. If if you got, we don't edit. Say it. Do we it. do. We do not edit around here. <laughs> Say it. Do it. Release the show. This season has been granted press access for the entire season. Boom, baby. To the crack in everybody. So get ready for some content all season long. We can go to any game we want, Katie. See, that's not the thing I thought Road, you were going to say. home. We can go in the locker room. It's a full-on badge. We can sit in on press conferences. We can ask ridiculous and or meaningful questions. <laughs> Either way. We can ask Hackstall right now in the middle of a losing streak if he thinks flag football is a good idea in the Olympics. <laughs> And see how quickly we lose that press badge, Katie. I thought you were going to say something different. I thought you were going to talk about ice cream. Oh, we could talk about ice cream. That's a, I don't have a second Wait a here. second. What the heck are you two talking about? 
Yeah, no, I know what you want to talk about. Oh, it's I want to talk about a... Wienerstitzel. Go ahead, do it. Wienerstitzel is a proud sponsor of Release the Show. There are two locations in Western Washington. There's one in Everett, and there's mm-hmm. one in Fife. Yep. And if you go in and you tell them that you came because of the Release the Show podcast, if you mention the whoa, podcast, hold on, hold on, whoa, whoa. well, oh, don't be eighth grade about it. Come whoa, on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's family show. <laughs> They'll give you a free tasty freeze. Ooh. Ice cream. Nice. Free ice cream for listening to release the show. So go check out Wiener Schnitzel for your lunch. Very cool. Do something different for lunch. Yeah. Sounds like a um, All right. On to the hockey, you guys. Uh, three games in, and it ain't going well. Three games in, only two goals scored. Three games in, <sighs> it's worth. Uh, season three is off to a shaky start. Um, we play the Rangers coming up on Saturday, which is mostly why Johnny is here to talk about that. But he's also... You know, I mean, this is a hockey guy here, Johnny. I mean, <laughs> from a national perspective, you're all the way across the country looking at our Kraken. It ain't going well in season three so far. And as a guy who is used to the hockey and all of that, should I be freaking out or should I relax because it's a long season? What say you? Well, you know, I did open with a joke about you guys being longtime suffering fans, but <laughs> I mean, you had your first sense of heartbreak last year, right, in your second season. Like, you get to a game seven on the road, and it seems pretty promising, you know, after upsetting the defending Stanley Cup champions. And, you know, like, I, I would love to talk to, you know, someone who's actually just, like, wanted hockey in Seattle for, like, 30 years, like someone way older than us, and to have that feeling, have that moment, like, because Ranger fans, you know, the ones that are much older than me that were around since 94, like I was born in 96, have been waiting for that feeling again, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of been, or at least for us, maybe a little bit more of like, we're right there but can't break through. But the Kraken are a team that, you know, there hasn't been much suffering. The first year obviously was terrible, but last year was so promising. And maybe there aren't so many superstars on your roster, although like, what, Jared McCann had 40-something goals last yep. year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, he. I wouldn't say he's, a, he's on the yeah, rise. I wouldn't say he's a superstar, but you know, top to bottom, the Kraken are a really deep team. And I think you know, I've talked to a lot of players, and you know, something that you guys will experience tonight in your home opener. A lot of guys in the NHL say that Seattle playing at Climate Pledge, Climate Pledge, excuse me, mm-hmm. is like the fastest pace of NHL hockey that there is. Really? For whatever reason, the Kraken are you know a very up and down, quick team, and on home ice, I think they make it even harder on their opponents. So. Listen, they haven't played a home game yet. You're not really in trouble, I think, until you struggle at home. And, okay. uh, you know, tonight they have a chance to take down the Avalanche again on home ice. So All right. I wouldn't be too worried yet if I'm a Kraken fan. But the, the one area that does concern me as just like an overall hockey fan, I guess, would be the goaltending. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. And we'll get into that. Chris, I'm feeling yeah. better. He's, I feel I'm, good now. You talk me down a little bit. I'm taking one yeah. step back off the ledge. All right. He's like, you could but it be is so much better to be fan. unreasonable, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. So in, you guys should freak Seattle, out. You're going to go 0-82. Well, listen, in Seattle and Chris, I mean, here's the thing. Chris, you tell him, right? Because, like, right now the Seahawks can't score in the red zone. The Mariners couldn't hit with men in scoring position. And the Kraken can't score a goal on a power play. You see what I mean? Like, it's just, it's all across the board here in Seattle. It's its what it is to be a sports fan in Seattle sometimes, isn't it, Chris? I mean, I think I think Johnny can relate a little bit as he was as he was joking about as far as, you know, the Rangers being able to break through as well. But I feel like Seattle had this just surge of sports energy 
when we won that first Super Bowl, when we hadn't won, we won that first Super Bowl. We had been fiending for teams because we lost the Sonics, and then we get the soccer team rocking and rolling. Both soccer teams, then we win the soccer team. We get the hockey team rolling. Listen to that. Morning skate. But yeah, so then, and then we have this surge. <laughs> so we don't edit. Ryan, yeah. Ryan, the missing link, just joined the show from the morning shade with whole phone microphone on. Whoa. He couldn't hear. It sounded like he's standing next to a jet engine. Coming. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Ryan, that's you okay. I'll, I'll, oh my God. I'll find a it's terrible. Stop. Don't stop unmuting yourself. You can have to step outside. <laughs> Poor guy. Don't you dare edit any of this out. Okay. Step away from the jet. Go um, ahead, Chris. Keep going. Anyway, my point wasn't all that impressive. I was just going to say we have this moment of like Seattle sports are amazing, and then it's kind of been downhill ever since then, and we just have these high expectations every year for every sport, and then it just does not seem to be able to pull itself together no matter what you're talking about, whether that's the Seahawks or whatever. But the Kraken, I mean, they had a great year last year. So, again. Yeah, but this problem, okay, but this problem still persists from last season. I mean, come on, we need to get specific on what the issues are, and the issues are they can't score any damn goals. And and it, Bro, in game one, they had a five-minute major against those turkeys from Vegas in their (laughs) mustard-colored, disgusting uniforms, and they couldn't put one in. They had power play after power play in that game, and they couldn't put anything in. The Knights scored... Tanev scored a goal for them yeah, that was in that terrible. game. And, and then, you know, and now they're off and running. I mean, you're welcome for that, uh, Vegas. We slingshot them into... Dude, we were two places well, ahead of them before we ever played a game. Remember, Chris? For yeah. some reason? Well, <laughs> now we're squarely in the basement. And I'm honestly, I'm pissed off because, dude, this is the thing. I, I can relax and I can realize it's a long season. But as the most passionate fan, I have to tell you <laughs> that what pisses me off is that it's just same problem that goes back to last season. And they didn't – I don't think they really did anything to address it. And so – where is the solution going to come from? That's that's my question. I don't know, Link. Maybe your microphone's working now. You can answer that question. But you know what I mean, Chris. Well, who's to be fair? It? To be fair, we we scored a, a good amount last season. It felt like at times we did not. Now you're right. The power play has been terrible. Not on the power play. Has been terrible. Was it was mediocre last year. That yeah. was the it's the two two P's. That was the problem in the playoffs, or no, the three P's. <laughs> That was the problem in the playoffs, and it persists. Yes, and we can't yeah. seem to do anything with with uh, faceoffs. Although it was a little bit better with our last game, I think we we upped it to like sixty percent or something like that. But we were, were terrible at faceoffs. We were terrible in the power play. But our penalty kill has been great. We're eleven for eleven. So there's your silver lining. Well, tonight, I mean, what's a good Johnny? Like, here's where you got to help me out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a baseball guy. I, you know, I, I get into stats, and I'm not such an analytics guy. However, I want to know the averages. What's what's a good power play average? Like, you know, like tonight, how many? If they get five power plays, three power play, how many power plays do you even usually get in a game? I don't. Even... <laughs> I'd say around like the three to five range, but like it's, it's also changed so much like over the years. Like, you know, power play used to be really strong if it was like, you know, 23 to 25%. But now lately with all the goal scoring in the NHL, it's like if you're not a 27 to 30, 
like you're kind of you know behind the mark a little bit. But okay, so you know, if they get again. three power plays, they got to score at least one tonight, then right? To yeah. even feel yeah. like they're doing the minimum. Or you but know, the penalty this, kill is strong. Like yeah. if your penalty kill is above eighty percent, like that's really good. Okay. All right. All right. That sounds good. But Chris, we got to score on one of those tonight, don't we? <laughs> no, we do. I mean, we finally did. We finally did last uh, last game. Schwartzy put one in on the power play, but like. I mean, I don't know what it is. That was the big question, right? That was a big question coming in for our team is that we scored a good amount of goals o- over the whole last year, but we didn't have any superstars. It was a team effort. Mm-hmm. Can we sustain that? Can you sustain when your highest goal scorer is McCann at 40 the way we did last year, this year? Can that happen? Well, I think it's like, it's like any other sport. It's the power play. I mean, you guys, the power play is designed to give you an advantage. And if you can't score while you have that advantage, that's a huge problem. I mean, you know, that five minute five major hurt. what you're supposed to do, isn't it? And then, you know, I mean, come on. When you have that chance, you got to capitalize on it. Ryan, have you been listening to this thing and you haven't? An no, I just I just got out of the like I'm in the lobby now. The ring, okay. So I'm trying to find right. a spot and then got disconnected. So I'm here. So so <laughs> fill me in. What, what what's going on? What the f is going on? What the f is wrong with our power play? Why can't we score any goals? Because we are not shooting or doing anything with purpose right now. It's just we're setting up a power play. Let's let's throw it in the corner because we're supposed to. Let's try to get it on net, but we're not actually going in and, and doing it on purpose and crashing the net and and doing those things that uh, that I think they need to do. So that was my one big note is is the last three games there's been nothing that has been done pretty much on purpose. We need to take ownership of 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 each shift basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's the mood with the team and everything? You're there right now, and I told everybody on the show about the access that that we have and everything. I mean, what's going on? How are they? How are they looking? How are they feeling? Well, I mean, you could hear for a while. Is there? It is a very spirited morning skate. They're running it like a practice oh. right now. I mean, they're Good. they're kind of. Um, I think they realize it's home opener. We have another another chance to reset and and kind of reload and do this thing again. Um, so as far as morning skates go, yeah, they're they're buzzing right from the from the get go. Who was the first one on the ice? Were you there? No, I, I, I walked in, watched a few minutes, and then tried to log on. And, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, so. All right, um, no, that's, but fine. They'll, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, we'll who's, find who's... out. Uh, afterwards, they'll, they'll announce the starters and do all that. Okay. Uh, Johnny, you brought it up. I mean, tr- some trouble goaltending. Mm. And we talked about it on episode one, Ryan. Like, Drew, I mean, you know, you're lukewarm on him anyway. But not going well so far in the early going. I mean, he's got he's got two losses, obviously to Cord. He came in with the overtime loss. I mean, Grubauer is a nine eighteen save percentage, so he's not. It's not like he's doing horrible. He was. I said the rest of the team is going to step up, and Gru's going to be the guy that kind of goes down. But it's been the opposite. The rest of the team has sort of been, you know, middle of the range, and Gru's actually been holding them together. So I give him credit for that. But he does still let in those sort of soft goals that I think he should, be, he should be getting. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, the numbers are always fine for him, but it's those ones that, like, dude, it's the ones where even I, as not a hockey guy, go, what the heck happened there? Those are the annoying ones. We yeah, need to get one of those Rangers there. goalies. <laughs> well, also, I, I was trading under any of them on the trading block, Johnny? Definitely not. <laughs> but I would say, uh, as, as cra- you know, if I'm a Kraken fan, you do have to give the uh, excuse me, the Kraken a little bit of a break too, right? Because you're playing three straight games in the road. All three, I think, were other teams like home openers, including Banner Night. 
in Vegas, like a, a very tough atmosphere to play against. And then you're going against Aiden Hill, who was you know phenomenal in the playoffs last year. <coughs> Excuse me. Up against UC Soros, who you know was fourth in Vesna voting last year for Nashville. Like you know they're playing against pretty tough opponents to start the year. Like the St. Louis game, that's that's a game where hey, you could probably win that one, uh, yeah. and, and you could probably win all three. Let's be honest, but. You know, playing against another team in their home opener, obviously the emotions are very high for the home team, and it's a tough environment to play in. And now, like, the Colorado Avalanche are going to experience that tonight in Seattle. Like, you know, they're going to have to take the crowd out of the game early, and if they don't, the Kraken should run them out of the building, even though Colorado is obviously insanely talented. But these energies are just different when you're back in your home barn for the first time. So, like, you know, this three-game road trip is going to be a way different field than a three-game road trip come November, December. But, you know, again, they're playing against pretty elite goaltending pretty strong defensive teams like nashville's not great defensively i wouldn't say seattle's all that or st louis is all that great defensively either but vegas was the best defensive team like basically in the playoffs all year last year and you know that's a hard team to play against especially on banner night so it's funny how things work out also too isn't it fellas like they, everybody thought the canucks would be the natural rival n- natural rival right and i mean eh, sort of yeah. so far yeah. uh vegas they they try to make that into a thing but honestly Sorry, it's not a rivalry yet until we start winning some games against them. The Avs are, I think, the Kraken's biggest rivals yeah. in these short, our short little history. And I think even as this history continues to go forward, I think I, it, it's just setting itself up that th- these guys are our rivals. It, it didn't work out the way that the marketing departments wanted it to, at least so far. Um, and them being there for the home opener, uh, having what happened last year in the playoffs happen, uh, some of the other ge- just regular season games we've played against them have been hotly contested. So I think, I mean, not just like the players will be up for the home opener. I mean, they're pros, so it's not like they need any extra motivation anyway. But if there is any, it's in playing your rival, uh, right, Johnny? I mean, the Rangers, you know, Rangers v, well, most of the East Coast teams, I suppose. <laughs> Well, well, Brett, to your point, it's like what the playoffs do, right? Playoffs create rivalries, and, you know, that's why, like, I I always say the – like, people say that the Hurricanes are a rival of the Rangers because they both compete in the Metro every year, and I'm like, dude, the Rangers play the Hurricanes, like, one fucking time in the playoffs. Like, I don't give a shit about the Carolina (laughs) Hurricanes. Like, I don't care how good they are. Nobody does. Yeah, I don't care how good they are in the regular season, but, like, that's not what creates rivalries. Like, the the Colorado Avalanche tonight are going to want to come in and kick the shit out of the Kraken because the Kraken Mm -hmm. beat them in seven games on their home rink last year. Like, that's that's where the rivalry stems from. Like, you're going to have the Avalanche coming in trying to set a tone, make a statement tonight, whereas the Kraken need to show that last year wasn't a fluke, right? So I think that's where the rivalry somewhat stems from. The Vegas thing, you know, obviously those are two teams that are just newer in the league, and I think, you know, obviously now that Vegas won a cup, I think it's a little bit different um, because they've now set themselves ahead of Seattle. But a little bit unfair to the Kraken that everyone compared them in their first year to Vegas because Vegas had that crazy run in their inaugural season. But, you know, I think these two teams, and the NHL marketing is doing a good job making these two teams rivals because now they're playing the Winter Classic against each other. And, you know, they could potentially be a playoff matchup. Like, um, you know, I think so. easy to hate, too, though. I mean, seriously, they're so cheesy, man. Like, I don't know what the – it's been a long time since I went to a Rangers game. I lived in New York for a while, and I would go. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun. Um, Have you been to a Rangers game, though? I have, but I'm I, no, no. I haven't been to a nice game. I watch them on TV. It, it looks like the cheesiest shit ever. I, a, a guy in a in an aluminum costume pulling out a sword from the stone. Like, give me a break, dude. So, like, have you ever been to Vegas and seen the Excalibur? It's the cheesiest looking 
blow up castle. It looks like that's where they play. The whole thing drives me crazy. I was going to say that like a team like the Rangers at the Garden, they probably do it classic still, don't they? They do it classic. I will say, okay. I will say that I also thought the Kraken thing was very cheesy from watching on TV originally. No, Kraken, the Knights. The uh, Knights. Yeah, so I keep missing my teams today. I'm sorry. It's been a, it's been a long night. Uh, <laughs> The, the Vegas Golden Knights, I thought their pregame stuff was cheesy before attending T-Mobile, T-Mobile Arena. And uh-huh. being in that building and seeing it, it is so fucking sick. Like, uh-huh. when, you're, when you're there, it's, when, no, you're it's, there. it's pretty good. Yeah, when you're there, it's, it's yeah. pretty good. Like, no, it's, it's pretty awesome. And the Rangers, honestly, you know, it's funny. Like, I actually, you know, talked about it yesterday or, or this morning. Uh, the Rangers home opener, like, the problem with the Garden is that there's so many like nice suites and all these different clubs you can hang out in that not everyone's like in their seat for puck drop. Mm. So like last night when the Rangers were being introduced, it felt like three quarters of the building were only full. Like a lot of people came in like five minutes into the first period. And I'm like, you know, I know these people are hockey fans, but there, there's so many distractions in Madison Square Garden that like, you know, Vegas, where, which should have a million distractions, those people are in their seats like when, when they have to be. You hear that, um, Kraken fans? You hear that? If you're going out there tonight, if you're going to Climate Pledge, get yeah. there early. Get in your seats. Get loud. Let's get crazy. I mean, this team needs it. They need the energy. We brought that energy last year in the playoffs. we got to bring it again for them because somebody's got to step up. I mean, Ryan, like, if, if, if we're getting punked tonight, I mean, if, right? Some, we can't get punked in our home building. And one thing that I like about hockey is physicality. And that's what we were bringing in the playoffs. That's why it was working. We got to bring that tonight. We've we've never won a home opener. We've only had two, but we've never won one of those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming off of a you know of a bad road trip, this is the time to do this. And and I've said this before on the show, and I'll say it every single show. You got to do something right off the bat. Get get a hit. Get something in the first couple of shifts. You do something to get yourself in the game. If they don't do that, I, I think Colorado really has a has an advantage here. So. Um, the playoffs, it was the loudest day that building's ever been. Obviously, the last couple of games of the playoffs, people said it was just shaking. The the, the press bridge that hangs from the roof was literally swaying. Um, we need to continue that. And I have a feeling yeah. that, that the the fans that we've gained in the last two years that will be here, it'll be sold out. It'll be it'll be rocking. Uh, that part will, will be just fine. And then talk about pregame show. A new show. Everything that we have to do as a fan to get excited for the game. And then the game starts. I, they have this chance to do it. Um, a couple couple games right off the bat, and then they're back on the road. So this is a, a good. Are you, you know, going like to be earlier, a good reset? If people want to go uh, shake hands with Ryan and buy him a beer, he'll probably be at the Queen Anne Beer Hall uh, down there by Climate Pledge pregame. Um, pro tip: you can find him. He's down there, right? So I walk I walk my stuff into the rink sober. Go have a couple drinks. Come back. Yeah. So no, we'll, we'll we'll be at the uh, we'll be at the beer hall for oh, sure. Oh yeah, watch um, out! First time using that press badge. Don't get it taken away tonight. <laughs> Okay, Ryan, I need you to do me a favor. Yes, sir. I have Matty Beniers to score 30 goals this year as a futures bet, so you got to tell him to wake his ass up. Yeah, let's go. Ooh, I like I have, it. Uh, I, have, I like I, it. I have him. I have 30 actually circled when we were doing our not predictions show. Um, we don't not do predictions, predictions on, on the show. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Uh, I had 30. I had 32. So yeah, we'll uh, I'll give him a little uh, kick in the ass for you. Honestly, yeah. we could probably switch up the mojo around here a little bit because. Um, we don't do predictions classically because when we did, it would just would always go south on us. And but now, not doing predictions is not going well. So we could actually look forward a little bit if we want to. 
Uh, you get that reverse psychology? So um, tonight you got the Avs on Thursday. It's the nobody cares about the Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> and then on Saturday, we got the Rangers coming in to New York. And oh, yeah. I mean, we could do some predictions. We could do some uh, looking ahead into the future. And we can definitely make some wagers with our pal Johnny here on that Rangers game if we'd like, Chris. I think we should. I think I'm down to be a flip-flopper and just keep flip-flopping until we get right. Until we figure out what, what works. What kind of yeah. wager yeah. are we talking here? I don't know. I mean, whatever you want. Probably not money. I don't I don't even know if that would be legal. <laughs> yeah, it probably is now, though. Betting's like legal everywhere. <laughs> you turn on your TV, everyone's just betting on everything <laughs> all the time. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, we got, you know, we got smoked salmon up here, stuff like that. We could send some food, uh, some Seattle-based something. We could T-shirts, something Did to Johnny exchange. Johnny smoked salmon? I, I don't actually, know. I'm a, I'm a smoked salmon guy. I'm a cream cheese bagel yeah. box guy. Oh, okay. See, oh, well, we do dry smoke mostly up here. See, the like, East Coast has more like that wet, lox-ish type mm. thing. Right, Katie? Right? Yeah. You're a foodie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's good either way. Oh, we'll I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could send What's over Johnny some smoke. Send us? Why? You yeah, can send over like a bag of bagels? slice of pizza or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You guys want to slice some sparrows? But no, it's, it's, it's like, funny oh, actually. One of my <laughs> one of my really good friends lives in Seattle, so I was there uh, last year, last summer for a wedding, um, and I was actually I was planning on coming to the game this weekend, but unfortunately had other scheduling conflicts. But uh, no, Seattle's a very underrated city that I that I hope to get back to for a game. Oh, uh, I've never been to a game at Climate Pledge, so. Ah, oh, it's beautiful up here, I'm telling but you, man. The thing about the Rangers and Kraken, too, I feel like, you know, what what have they played, like, four times in their history because it's only been two years? Um, mm -hmm. I, I feel like, for the most part, those games have been pretty tight. Yeah, they've been fun. I think we were in the building for one of those up in Seattle. Uh, yeah. Maybe a couple of seasons ago, maybe. Yeah, I mean, okay, but before the Rangers, they got Avs tonight, Hurricanes, Rangers, and then we record again on the day they play the Red Wings. So if anyone wants to take a stab at these three games, do some – I mean, I'm just – we have to run the table, dude. we got to get back into this thing. Let's go. I'm, I'm going to say, say Rangers cracking, it goes to overtime, extra time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking mm. too. I was thinking mm. like you go I, – I think we get a win tonight in the home opener – the Hurricanes one is a little dicey for me, and then the because who knows? And then the Rangers game, I was thinking gets pushed, and that one's a that into overtime. I mean, and then that could be like a one pointer. I'm not sure, Chris. I think you guys beat us in overtime last year in Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. Uh -huh. Like a, like a fluky goal. I think Igor like knocked the net off, at, right? Like I'm trying to remember something that. like How that. How dare you? I think that goal was hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying two and two. <laughs> no, I think I think we played pretty good against the New York teams. I know we, yeah. we played the Islanders pretty well. We played the Rangers well. Those are games. Those are fun. I like having it not you know not your own team getting to see the original six teams come and play. Um, so again, you have that original six sort of already um, momentum and tempo. So I think that's why Kraken play these teams really well. Um, what do you think, Ryan? In the next three games, do you want to go out on the limb and predict anything? I, I mean, I hope we win. I think we win tonight just because it, it is a big game and they should be able to get up for this one. Yeah. Right, the Carolina game, it's 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 one of those, like, you, they'll find a way to lose, I think. Mm -hmm. They will find a way to lose that game. Um, New York could go either way. 
Uh, and then when they go to Detroit, we always seem to play Detroit pretty well too. So then I think we uh, we actually win in uh, our first game on the road. Well, they gotta get start getting some momentum going in the right direction, man. Uh, just like this season's gotta like officially start. You know, let's get this thing going. Um, what else for many of you, Johnny? What do you got before we get out of here? Um, not even nears, man. He's the guy to watch. Yeah. Like rookie yeah. of the year. Hopefully, it's not a sophomore slump. No points in his first three games. He's an absolute stud of a human, too. Like, he's an awesome guy, great personality. Uh, and I think he's brought a little bit of swagger to that team, right? Like, I think we're seeing it around the league, these young Michigan kids like Fantilli and Columbus, even though they got smacked the other night. Um, you know, I think it's just cool. It's cool to have hockey in Seattle. And, um, you know, I know a lot of kids that, like, grew up in the area that played hockey around there. So I think it's big for youth hockey as well. And uh, I'm, I'm super pumped, and I hope I can come to the Winter Classic this year because I know that Seattle is a – Pretty underrated sports town for us East Coasters that don't really know much about it. So uh, it'll be really cool. Lost to come on the Winter Classic. Release the show might have some things to do with. They have those jerseys out yet? No, no, not yet. Those are gonna be sick, probably. The uh, the logo like leaked, and it's based off of the Metropolitan, so it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna look nice. But no, they're not released yet. Best white jerseys in the NHL by far. Seattle Kraken. That's see, that's what we've always said on here too. I think the whites are kind of the whites are so clean. Yeah, they look fresh. Awesome. See, everybody loves the Kraken, Katie, all over the place. Uh, you want to look around the league a little bit here before we get out of here? Uh, are you guys on Connor Bedard watch? Uh, you guys checking out how he's doing? I didn't watch last night, but obviously the first couple games I have been. Mm-hmm. I'm more concerned about Edmonton. I'm on Edmonton watch right now. What the hell is going mm-hmm. on there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. I like I, we like the way that's going. Obviously, here in yeah. the division. Chris, Chris, what are you watching? Uh, I'm not watching anything at the moment. I'm just trying to catch up on sleep from a bachelor He's party I went to. Football. Yeah, <laughs> I'm training too busy training for my Olympic debut. <laughs> a bachelor party? Were you in Vegas? Yes, I was. Oh, nice. Okay, he's on the yeah. enemy soil. <laughs> but I didn't go. I didn't go to the games. I didn't. I, mean, I don't even know if they were there. I didn't even think about it. Dude, I feel like honestly, our Kraken got to get this season going so that we're allowed to talk about what's going on around the rest of the league. Like we're we're not even in the league right now. It's like on the outside looking in. Got to get it going. Come on, Kraken. Pick it up tonight. It starts tonight. I think. I mean, honestly, I think Tanev going out. Yeah, well, he's out every year early. You know, but. They love him. He's such a, you know, little spark plug on the team, and it's just it hurts to have He's him. The energy, He's out like man. a month. Yeah. yeah, gone early every time. More Cartier ice time. Yes, more Cartier in the USA. Let's go. <laughs> I like that. Absolutely. I think I think we get off the Schneid here this week. I think Berniers scores. I think Jordan. Everly p- finally puts one in. <laughs> I think uh, I think Gru steps up tonight. Don't forget he's playing the his old team, and we know what happened in the playoffs last year. So I think he steps up tonight. I think they get it back, producer Katie. I like it. If you guys want to go to Kraken Games or you have Kraken seats that you'd like to sell, use EpicSeats.com uh, and mention our podcast. And you get discounts, and you also get extra dollars when you're selling seats at EpicSeats.com. Tell them release the show sent you. EpicSeats.com. Local Seattle company doing it right. Check them out. Johnny, thanks for your time, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Brett, Katie, Chris, yeah. Ryan. Thanks, you guys Johnny. Johnny. 
on social media at jlazzy. Ryan, nobody can hear. <laughs> My God. God damn it, Ryan. He's <laughs> back in the wind Ryan tunnel. a microphone? Ryan, before you go to the press conference tonight, can you get a microphone or something? I'll Give stop by Radio Shack. Jeez. <laughs> Johnny's social media, uh, at jlazzy, L-A-Z-Z-Y 23, and then at Blue Crew Pod. Check out the Blue Crew Podcast, you guys. These guys are doing it right. We modeled our entire podcast after their podcast, so. We might need the cold open that you guys have. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I thought that was going to go the whole time. I was Googling flag football stats up here on my computer. <laughs> yeah, we modeled the whole show except for the hockey part. <laughs> No, it's good. I'm a big fan of The Office, so it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. And, uh, hey, you know, leave shoot, it, shit, it was fun. It was fun. Hey, uh, you guys can find us on social media at Release the Show. Email us anytime, release the show at gmail.com. And there's the rant, the rant email also, release the rants at gmail.com. So if you're watching the game, if you have anything you want to say, it's completely anonymous. We will never tell anyone your name. You can just put whatever you want into that rant email box. And if it's funny enough, we'll read it on the air. Release the rants at gmail.com. Uh, how do we usually break this thing down? That's we it? That's the other oh, we just show. get out of here? Yeah, we just say right. that's it. Cool. I'm going to start turning up the, the music then. That's all she wrote. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, Enjoy guys. the Kraken. Let's get some W's, Thanks, everybody. See you. Oh, the song's almost over. Let's let it go. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.